It's five minutes with me. Hey, 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 welcome to five minutes with Marco. I think we might actually hit the five minute target this week. Here we go. Uh, So I took a group of young teens to Mexico on a mission trip. We built a little house for a family. And after painting the house, we had to clean our brushes. Our logistics person had picked up some Mexican version of paint thinner or something of that sort. And two girls did the work getting it all over themselves in the process. No surprise. However, whatever we used was not the same as the stuff I was used to in the States. I should have had them wear gloves, though it probably wouldn't have made any difference because they literally got it everywhere. But whatever was in that clear liquid dried out the skin on their hands and arms to the point where they were quite panicked and in mild pain. We soaked their arms and did what we could in terms of care, and within five or ten minutes, they were totally fine. But one of their dads, a week later, went ballistic. He literally screamed at me in front of the entire parking lot of parents for my irresponsibility, for threatening his daughter's life. Yes, that's what he said. And in no uncertain terms, the dad of this core church member told me his daughter would never, ever, under any circumstances, uh, under any circumstances, attend another event that I led. Actually, the whole time he was yelling at me, yelling at me I was thinking, dude, we were on a mission trips, mission trip in an extremely poor community. <laughs> In Mexico, the paint thinner should have been the least of your worries. You've probably experienced an angry parent or a parent who treats you with suspicion or one who simply just avoids you. But while ballistic dad with the paint thinner daughter may have been overreacting and responding in a less than helpful way, his his motive was clear. I'm afraid for my daughter, even retroactively. Most of us in youth ministry got into this work because we like teenagers. You probably didn't start because you thought to yourself, I really feel called to interact with parents of teenagers. But effective youth ministry necessarily includes working with parents, communicating, responding, counseling, and advising, and sometimes equipping. At times, this can be fun and rewarding when parents are supportive and responsive. But the honest truth, we all know this, is that youth ministry sometimes includes working with parents who are not supportive and responsive. I've blown it more times than I could count or remember when it comes to interacting with a feisty or frustrated parents parent. But along the way, I've slowly learned that there is one perspective, one mindset I can choose to adopt that makes all the difference in the world. Several years ago, a consultant was helping the leadership team of the ministry training organization I was a part of to grow in our effectiveness as a group. And we we all loved what we were doing and loved the youth workers we served. And to an external observer, looking at the surfacey stuff, it would have been easy to assume that we all worked together brilliantly. But there was an undercurrent of mistrust between some of us. And that mistrust, we discovered, was often rooted in wrong assumptions about each other's motives. Our consultant pointed this out rather bluntly and spent time working with us on developing an attitude of curiosity. The idea behind this is that Anytime someone does something or says something, they're motivated by a positive intention. That doesn't mean that the intent is inherently good. It could be born out of insecurity, a grasp for power, or any number of other not-so-good places. But the person still has something they hope to get, even if it's subconscious from their behavior or comment. I learned that when one cohort co- coworker made a dismissive comment about an idea, I could adopt a curious perspective about his motivation. And when I did that, 
I could often see that his insecurity was playing an active role. And that gave me a completely different set of options in terms of response. Instead of getting my buttons pushed and reacting with defensiveness, which never helped in the slightest, I could ask calmly and with affection, why would you say that wouldn't work? Or what's behind that reaction? When I made a sarcastic or diminishing comment, my other team members learned that learn to look beyond the annoying behavior to my positive intention, which usually had something about longing for respect. Yeah, I know my behavior was destructive to my own desires. This attitude of curiosity will take you a long way in working with parents of teenagers. This is particularly true when parents are standoffish or dismissive or combative. And it's even helpful when parents are overly um, compliant or creepy gushy in their support. Hear me on this. I'm not suggesting when we manipulate parents by looking for their deeper needs in order to exploit them. I am suggesting that if we want to be bearers of the grace of God, if we want to stop reacting defensively, if we want to defang the sometimes strained relationships youth workers can have with some parents, we need to adopt an attitude of curiosity. Bottom line, a curious perspective will change you, which restructures the relationship you can have with those parents. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.